Welcome to the Tone Jerks Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle McIntyre. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Brian Gower. <laughs> yeah. Is that your, you're, you're, you are your own hype man on yeah, that yeah. one. Blah, blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like Louis J. Gomez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 uh, let's 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 kick off. We're doing a little late later day. It's even. a little bit I, later. I know. I'm not, like I I think I'm just so tired, dude. You gotta get fucking. I know. I, know. I just punched my own hand. You see know. that we should, shit? We should fucking get some of the the G fuel or whatever that game. Oh uh, yeah, I gotta find that because it's like get those doctor disrespect ones. So we get hyped when we. Play. I don't know where to find. I look. I looked it up on Amazon play when we podcast. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> when we get those Tony Hawk sessions because we're always yeah. gaming, dude. <laughs> we were doing that yesterday, man. Yeah. Just like playing video games, I. I'm no good. You're better than me, though. <laughs> no good I'll at tell you any that. video game. I'm just like button mashing always. You just go, you're good at like chaining, and then it's like, oh, you just wall rid to the next one. I'm like, man, fucking- I I, w- I was good at Tony Hawk when you could just have cheats. Oh, I was like, yeah. Anyway, but uh, Kyle, what's new in your world? What's shaking? What is grooving? What is good? All right, so I'm on this kind of like health kick. I guess you know I've been eating healthy. Um, I've decided that I want to start working out. Yeah, you got the weight bar last week. Yeah, so we've talked about getting that bar in. I've talked about getting, I think, other weights and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Committed to that, and I got a bench. So I actually got in the mail yesterday. I got uh, a a bench. Um, I'm getting separate, so I have the, the, the actual rack is coming in, but I cleared a big space in, yeah in the back of the garage so i know I, I came in today and i'm like where did all that stuff go yeah. and you're like oh it's actually pretty easy to clean it and condense <laughs> it i'm like why did you do that years ago <laughs> years ago i mean it's I, it's been different renditions of different shit just it, i'll grab something and put it back just kind of like throw it over there I mean, yeah things there's there's a lot of stuff over there that isn't mine i can't get rid of so yeah. it's like towed it up and put it stack it nicely yeah, but uh, yeah, a lot of that stuff was still just mine. Toted up from the floated up. Yeah, <laughs> I had a lot of empty boxes. Of yeah, just you're like, you're king of keeping empty boxes. I don't know why? Like, your, like mini log cord that you got, you got that. Like, I'm not getting year, rid of it a year yeah. ago, but the box you're gonna keep. <laughs> well, I probably should get rid of that. Shit. You should. Yeah. Even I, if you do sell it, it's yeah. Like, it, I I think we we keep thinking of like having the box for something. It drastically increases the value of it. Well, it's easier to ship it, definitely. It is. But well, you could just also put that in a bigger box. Yeah. <laughs> it's not people like, oh, well, shit, I was going to, you know, I saw your, you know, <laughs> you're charging 250 I was going to pay you $25, but you have the box, so I'll I'll, I'll pay 250 for yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, man. Oh, no, I got to, but if I do throw it away, I got to remember to pull, I think the original knobs are in there. Because mm. I have like the walrus style knobs on the actual mini log. Yeah, yeah. So I can't get rid of those. Mm-hmm. If, uh, yeah, if you do end up selling it, pull the walrus knobs off and give them the original. Yeah, that's, that, that is probably the best thing to do. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I've had all this like hidden room, you know. I, it was good because it didn't, I didn't dedicate it to something else, you know. It was yeah. like, it was reserved, you know. Yeah, you for, think like for that. Your, your weight bench. For the, <laughs> so um, I was like just messing around. I'm like, okay, I'll put 245s on this. And I'm like, Oh, this is already fucking. <laughs> like, whew, all right, just let's just mess with the bar, you know? Because yeah. I, I don't have a rack to like get it in the right position. It's so, like I can't 
put two forty fives and then like sit down with it yeah. on my chest. <laughs> yeah, like, like lay down with it. You're like stuck here. Come on! Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah it's like fuck this shit already died doing up. what he loved <laughs> yeah but yeah i've already kind of just you know tried it out i still trial and error over there i gotta get rid of some stuff and i guess um organize some stuff um this weekend i plan on uh putting a bunch of stuff on craigslist all this the shit that came off my car that i'm not mm-hmm. gonna be using it's like yeah. it's not like i'm i can keep it like oh i'm gonna put this stuff back on because it's like Someone else could probably use it, and but I'm not going to be putting drum brakes back on my car. It's like yeah. I just upgraded. I'm not going to downgrade. Yeah. It's not like something like, <laughs> oh, I, I you I, know, I, one day I would like to downgrade and do this all over again. <laughs> yeah, no. in the reverse. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like a broken part that you're like, well, I could save that if I fix the glass on it, or if I fix something, or it was bent, or no, this is like this is a completely different setup. I'm not going to go back. I'm not going to go back in time. You know? Yeah. <laughs> my my dad's very much that way with his car parts of like oh you could always i keep spares like seats oh like yes you, you keep like spare seats like for the whole car spare windshield really yeah so well, it's really unsafe windshield that would like you know shards would you know come through you want to make sure to have a replacement for that which well, is it going to be the same thing he doesn't just do that for cars you know that he has a screen door in his garage right yeah and he, he plans on putting it on the house he's like oh i have a spare screen door because <laughs> we i need it we were moving stuff in the garage yeah, we were helping my dad move stuff like <laughs> a couple weeks ago and he's like oh i need to do this and um like engine parts, car parts, or whatever, and he's like a screen door. He's like, "Wow, well, it's brand new." I'm like, "It was probably brand new 15 years ago," and then it's like, "Yeah, it's new," and like it's ripped down the middle. He's like, "Well, you can replace the screen. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just do that with the one that's on you?" <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that's the thing that breaks. Yeah, he definitely is. Uh, that's funny. Like hoarding things in case you oh, need man. it. For, always for the in case. Yeah, stuff. and he has parts of cars that he's already sold. Yeah, I'm like you should have given you know given. You should have given that to the person who bought it. Yeah. Well, he's got parts for my car. Like, yeah. He had. He used to have that car like two years ago. It's gone. He's had like two cars since then. Yeah. I'm like, I might have to buy it from him. Yeah. You, you know, I don't think he's going to sell it to me. He'd probably just take it. He's not even going to know. Yeah. But no, you don't need to get take <laughs> no, no, any no, more things. That's you true. need to get rid of stuff. Yeah. So, so I plan on getting some shit out of here, Um, do some more organizing you have a couple um, baker's racks full of just yeah, parts. And- dude, I have so much shit. And got, I want to get rid of the motorcycles too. So I think I'm going to do that. You get like a boneyard of motorcycles. I think you have like maybe one complete one that doesn't work. <laughs> complete? I don't know if that's the real word for it. One that looks complete? <laughs> it looks complete. You got bolts on it. Well, you have your brother's Rebel, right? Or you, yeah, you took I have, that back. No, I have, I have six motorcycles in my backyard. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Is The Rebel is the closest one to... Being that, yeah, that one just needs like a couple things done to it. I assume. Yeah, he he ruined that motorcycle. Pretty sure. Wow. Uh, like he ran it without oil, so he would he commuted every day. Why? And he <laughs> ran he just, it. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you need to change oil? <laughs> yeah, you need to add oil. I mean, this yeah. is dry. Like <laughs> yeah. it got so hot that the dipstick it's it's a plastic dick dips dick dip dipstick. Yeah. And it was bent. It was like curled at the bottom because oh, it, it got up, so huh? hot in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was curvy like, boys. Well, huh? It looks. It looks like you know, like uh, Wicked Witch of the West. Remember the how the feet oh the curl? Feet, yeah, it's like curled. It shouldn't be. It should be a straight piece of plastic. Oh, 
anyways, that needs some work, but yeah, uh, the garage is coming together. I mean, I still have shit I gotta do, obviously, but yeah, I wanna keep working on my physique. Yeah, so what do you wanna do? You wanna have the garage a place where you can like work, so you have, I don't know, like on your car, yeah, or guitars. So you need to have all your tools and workspace in one area, which you do, but now it's just covered with garbage. <laughs> yeah. It, one spot gets organized and another spot, it's like it chases the roaches to the other side of yeah. the... Yeah, so, so. you, you got you to do it like overhaul for weekends now because your weekends were really dedicated to your car yeah. and now you're kind of at a point where you're, it's you're all, seeing yeah. the finish line. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, I've done all the brakes. I've yeah. done all the upgrades for that stuff. Uh, engine's good. Everything's back together. It runs really well. I just have to do a couple things and some of it's, I'll have to take it to a shop to get done, but it's like, I can yeah. drive it to a shop mm-hmm. soon. I just have to go and double check, torque everything down. Just, I, I know I talk about the car a lot, but it's, it's, it's been a process. Yeah. yeah. And it, that's, I guess how it always is. It's like, you think you're done and then it's like, oh wait, you this forgot this whole, back in. <laughs> whole project. Yeah. You know? It's like, um, yeah, you're, I don't know. I mean, you've talked about it because it's like, it's an ongoing thing because you're working. Yeah. Like a full-time job. You're doing this, trying to do the band. And so your free time is like, okay, I got to dedicate like this Saturday, the whole day yeah. to this. And you might get a little bit ahead or you might just two steps back. I find out I'm missing a part that I thought I had or the part that I used, which I should have bought new. I bought it used. It's fucking broken. Or yeah, it's like, it doesn't like, work or whatever. Like, yeah, anyway, but yeah. yeah, you're, you're getting to the end of that. So now your weekends should be, yeah, you're going to be like, I'm looking around. Yeah, should be focused on cleaning this stuff up, getting yeah. rid of stuff. You could recycle things. There's like a, a, a little electronics <laughs> to be recycled. There's yeah. things to be boxes to be broken down. Gee, there's <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> every you have a lot to work on, but we're getting there. Yeah, so I think clearing okay. up that spot basically kind of now it's dedicated to that. Yeah, I could so load up the truck and could, could take some things to the dump maybe. Yeah, but yeah, no, that's cool. I I don't know I. I speak about how I like things super organized and getting rid of things as well. So yeah. I'm kind of in that mindset of like going through some guitar stuff that I'm like, oh, I should get rid of this. I'm like, I have a, my PA. I think I'm going to get rid of that because I'm like, I don't really need it. Yeah. And then also like I have like tons of monster cables. I think I'm just going to sell all my monster cables. I'm like, I don't use them. Yeah. And I think some people would like them. So. They're not bad cables. I'm going to keep my XLRs because XLRs, I can always, always use more XLRs. Yeah. Because that's a cable that you're like, oh shit, I need one. Yeah. (laughs) Whereas like guitar cables. You can always extend them too, which is great. Mm -hmm. You could could if you needed to. Yeah. And then. You can't do that with. uh, Not guitar cables. (laughs) No. And I'm like, I have like tons of monster cables. So listeners, if anybody wants them, I'll give you a deal. I have like a 30 foot uh, right angle straight one. And then I have two 21 foot. The gold rock, ca- they're rock cables. Rocker They're cables. rock cables, God. You know, they're branding. Your jazz cable, you have a rock cable and you have a bass cable. And you have acoustic, and I'm like, I totally bought into that. Because I'm like, I have an acoustic, so I bought an acoustic cable. <laughs> Used, I think. But I was like, oh, it's cool. And don't use it. Yeah, and I couldn't, <laughs> I use, couldn't it. use it. couldn't <laughs> use it for my tailor. This sounds like shit. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like, I, uh, they're good cables, but I'm like, I don't really need all of them. I kind of am at the point where I'm like, I like using either uh, Bestronics, like the BTPA, yeah, uh, Sinusoid, or all the way shit into live wire cables. 
the Guitar Center brand. Yeah, so like, they work, man. Those are the three that I'm like, I'll use those. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, besides your your cable purge, what else is new with you? Oh, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you? no. I mean, yeah. that was it. I mean, that is really what I worked on. And I just did today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you've got a lot of done because we were just here yesterday. And I came in. I'm like, where the fuck did all that stuff go? I burned like, it. You're like, it's kind of all here still. I just condensed it. I'm like, yeah. why didn't you? Do that early. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had a purpose. You actually motivation. Now, like, can like you've been using like your like a dining chair from your like you know dining room as your computer chair, yeah. which doesn't look comfortable. And I'm sure your wife is like, oh, I'm glad we bought these so that you could have it in your fucking. <laughs> you could garage slide it back and forth on and the concrete. drag it <laughs> instead of picking it up. Uh, which you could use. What you're sitting on is the uh, gaming chair. Which yeah. I guess that is the full purpose. <laughs> to play games and sit in it but yeah. you're like I couldn't fit it in the spot that was behind yeah. so now I because you had just totes and milk crates and stuff like that sitting behind your desk you were kind of <laughs> it was like walking in here was like you know had to do like the sidestep to yeah, get in it's, yeah. but you, you got to, so much more space in here now yeah I think that's working should, on it still should be I don't know somewhat motivating to be like damn think what else I could get in here. like you know get rid of or condense and yeah yeah because if I can get rid of the like I'm back talking about it but if i can get rid of all the that rack behind you it's a whole baker's rack i don't i almost don't need any of that shit and then i have a f- bigger rack with heavy i have like full motorcycle engines in the rat that wooden rack behind you too and it's like if i can just put them into the bikes and sell them or I, sell them parts I'm, i think you just get like a picture of a whole lot i'm like this yeah i'll give you 20 dollars if you take this <laughs> yeah like if you, I don't know. Some it gets to a point where you're like, well, that could be worth money. I'm like, it gets to you know that point. I'm like, I would like this gone more than I would like the money. Yeah. So like, I, for me, it was sometimes like the speakers. I think I talked about like a these giant carbon speakers. I was like, wanted to get rid of them. And then to me, I'm like, oh well, we bought those when we were kids. Like you know, we got screwed over probably. Yeah. Paid way more than we should have. And they worked out. And I was holding on to him for so long. So I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. So, da, da, da. And I was like, I don't need him. And I got to a point where I'm like, I think I, a guy came by <laughs> and got both for like $20 or 40 bucks or yeah. something like that when I ha- was trying to sell them for like 100 bucks or like $60 a piece, something like, th- something like that. It got all the way down to where it's like, can you just take these $20? Well, we got them. It was like literally like the scrap of like mm-hmm. the guy really just wanted to sell the PA head. Yeah. And like, oh, fuck, well, they'll want speakers, so. It's like, oh, we don't have speakers for uh, it. And then I was like, load okay, these in. Here, you can take these with it. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> it was like probably like list price or well, what the MSR, oh, yeah. so MSRP or whatever that is. Yeah. With the, like the head. Without like, even like, because that's like the suggested retail price, yeah. which is not <laughs> no. what you would really charge. <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure he charged us that and then just gave us the speakers along with it. Yeah. So. But. Yeah, so I was kind of at the point where I was like, I just wanted stuff gone. Same thing with that, like that SVT, uh, the 610 cab, yeah. which just wasn't working. I'm like, I just want this gone out of my life. And I appreciate the space more than the money, which, you know, obviously like, well, you can get an extra $100. I'm like, I'd rather have the space. 400 fucking dollars. Yeah, 400 fucking dollars. Um. Yeah, for you, you like your whole side here. I, I, yeah. that's what I would do. I would take a picture of like all this 
could be yours for enlisted price. And somebody's like, well, what about, I don't know about that price. What about like, if you, you come know, if, with a trailer and take it all, <laughs> you can have it. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of stuff. I'm sure you'd be stoked. Your uh, wife would be stoked. Yeah. Just like stuff gone. I, I, I do suggest that. I know you're kind of like, well, I could make my money back. Like, no, 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 dude, no, 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 not at all. No, no, I have, no. I have a goal to purchase something bigger and better. Yeah. <laughs> Way bigger. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm saving up for it, but yeah, what's, what's your, what's new? Anyway. So I did, um, uh, besides like, you know, listing cables and shit like that, boring. You listed them already. <laughs> yeah. They're oh, already, shit. No bites. Cause I'm sure people are like. Cables. Cables. Boring. Where are the George L's? Yeah. I, have, <laughs> I do want to sell some George L's too. Cause I'm like, I have those, uh, George L like cable pack or whatever. I have like s- enough to make six cables, but I made a bunch of like really short ones. Oh, okay. So you still I just have... have scraps and I'm like, I don't need these. And so I kind of want to list it, but I'm like, I don't know what I would even get for it. Yeah. But. Well, pe- that's a, I mean, people go for George L's. So. Mm-hmm. Even just the connectors at the ends, like people would buy. So I, I'm going to list that and see what I get. But because I'm like, I haven't, I'm like, I looked at it, I'm like, I used to use those for my pedal board. I'm like, I don't need them anymore. I liked it because like exactly like what all the selling points of the make your own cables, the custom lengths. And I was doing that for so long. But yeah. So uh, besides listing all that stuff, um, I did get. Uh, mentioned at the end of the last episode once we talked about uh, 37 effects Doug Christ yeah. sent me a fat guy in a little coat fuzz oh. so he had sent me a bunch of pedals before like we did like a little pedal mm-hmm. swap I'm like oh take some of these and he's like oh try these as well the ones I'm, I've am i built and um, since then it was like a BC 108 fuzz and then it's a one knob that's all it is it's just it's fuzz or fuzzier and fuzziest is his whole thing it's like just more and more <laughs> and um yeah, really kind of Velcro-y, sputtery, bass-heavy fuzz. And it's mini pedal size, so I like that. And I did like how it sounded. And for $90, shipped. Damn. So it wasn't, it's not, that's what it is. It, I didn't get a homie hookup price at all. And it's just, I well, paid you're not for, I, homie, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, yeah, there you go. You had to work for his yeah. love. I uh, I paid for it, so it's not like he <laughs> yeah, gave it to us for that's free cool. or whatever. That I'm like, oh, you know. Talk well, you got to support him. You yeah, know? yeah, support the homie. And, and, I, it's a, it's and a, I I appreciate. I that. um talk about I don't like fuzz. I don't. Um, I do like some fuzz. Yeah, I'm not a fuzz guy. I'm like, oh, let me try every type of fuzz. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I do like that one. So I think I need to maybe if I try more fuzz, I'll like, I'll find what I do like. I'm not like a person that's like, I like every type of one and I have going to talk you, to you uh, till the cows come home <laughs> well, about how I like them. I'm like, well, no. You bring up something where someone posts, I think it was on Pedal Boards of Doom or something. Someone's like, which is the, which uh, fuzzes sound the worst or whatever. I'm like, most. And he <laughs> and he's like, he comes in, Doug's like, excuse me? <laughs> I'm like, sorry, sorry, bro. Sorry. Back it's, up. It's true. <laughs> I said most, not all. Most. So you fit in there. But. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> he's getting in there like fuzz pedals that I do like. Yeah. So that one. That's cool. Yeah. I um. So it's hot pink, right? Yeah. I don't think I said that, but I. Uh, you said to me. I think yeah. I said it at the la- end of the last episode. I got mm-hmm. a custom color because I just hit him up. I'm like, hey, would you do custom colors? Because he does pretty much a gray. He kind of did like more of a. Like, like a, a silvery Silvery, kind of. like a washed one. Yeah. And then. He kind of does like oh matching matching the washers of like the uh, stomp switch with like pedal you know the knobs stuff uh-huh. like that. He, he, kind of different color, color combinations, and he had a gold one that he sent to the tone control to try out. Nice, which I thought looked really cool because it reminded me of like mm, like the 
gold, baby. Yeah, kind of like gold, Jerry. I don't want to. It sounds dumb, like a clownish look. Mm-hmm. Even obviously, it's not one, but it's like the the knob kind of look like could be one. But it's just, I'm like that looks sharp. It looks really cool. So it, that made me like okay. Besides just the um the standard gray metal one, yeah, with like you know, a a regular knob. I'm like that gold one looked that much cooler. I'm like, can you do a pink one? Because you know why not a pink one? And he's like, yeah, I can. I'm like. With a uh, pink LED? It's like, yep. And I'm thinking a pink or like black knob, black lettering, and little black, uh, you know, lock washer there for the stomp switch. He's like, that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So that was uh, super easy. And then uh, I was like, oh, Doug's cool. a man. So I was like, oh, can you do that? He's like, yeah, let, let, let's do it. And then he sent me the pay link. I'm like, oh, you get paid first. <laughs> no, we wait till payday. And then I'll do that. He's like, oh, I mean, I don't mean to be pushy. Boy, Boy, give my fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like fuzz pedals? A gun. Get this one. <laughs> oh, you like? <laughs> oh, you like pedals? Name all the pedals. <laughs> yeah. No, Doug's great. Yeah. Man. So I was super stoked on that. Just uh, thirty-seven effects. Thirty-seven effects. Uh, mainly on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You but, hit him up there to probably DM him and see if he's got any extras or yeah. Um, do a custom one. No. I yeah, custom ones. He never like it was. Uh, I think they talked about it on Just Surprise Me. RJ's like, what? You can you make me a seafoam one? It's like, yeah. It's like, why didn't you say that? It's like, I never said I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I never once said that I wouldn't do custom <laughs> colors. So, I think that's that's pretty cool. I think Twelfth uh, Hour Devices does that as well, where they'll do their pedals, just custom color and knobs. Yeah, we'll do that's that too. Cool. So. I think that's kind of cool for like having a standard pedal and it's Doug's first pedal. So I'm sure he's going to be moving on to doing other ones as well. I'm, yeah. Don't I rush don't, the guy though. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to keep that, that whole custom color line, but I do like this one. I got it and I'm super stoked on it. I was like, it's small enough that I might be able to add it to my board to try and throw some fuzz in, shove, you know, shoehorn that into a song. You got to see like how it sounds on bass. That I really do need to try that. Cause I, when he let me borrow it the first time, I uh, you know borrowed all those pedals and then I moved them on to Co to try. Yeah. And then he uh, tried it and talked about it on their show, the Flippin' Flippers. And he said like he really dug it on bass. Okay, like, I never tried that, so I got to give that a shot. Yeah, since I have it in my possession, it's really cool. I love the LED. Like the artwork, like it, like everything. Like it's just like a tiny pedal. It really makes like a statement having that and like everything the black and contrasting with the hot pink. It's like it's a very it's a pink pedal. It's very cool. Are you gonna barefoot button the mini one? Uh, I don't know because if, if I do that, that'll cover up the oh, black yeah. washer there. So I'm God like, ah, oh, damn it! I know. It's all right. Who cares? You don't if, need it. If barefoot buttons makes it clear, mini one. <laughs> I there's no need for it. Anyway, it's cool. I'm stoked. I got that. So pretty excited about that. Um. This was something that I saw on Instagram maybe the past week or so that I was pretty stoked about. Uh, Evertune reposted my Rayburn, yeah, the, from you know Equits. So your uh, violet, your uh, your lavender, lavender, yeah. kind of purplish uh, Rayburn that uh, Equits, uh, Kevin Equits, posted on his page. It was yeah. a really good picture. It was when the guitar was clean, like new. <laughs> it does not look like that anymore. Freshly buffed. Oh yeah, no. It now the, it's freshly scuffed. It is like got scar like scrapes on it. There was like one I think I was playing just like a really heavy pick and I have this big gouge oh my down God. it and I'm like, "Man, it's cool. I like it. No, I don't going back now." No, there's and then I tape on it. I've stickers on it. And I'm like, "Dude, I'm loving it. This is my guitar now." Um 
I send Kevin like pictures, like kind of like, I'm like, oh, this is what it's looking like now. It's pretty cool. It's getting there. And he's, he's like, cool. No response. He is not. <laughs> he's crying. I, I he's crying right now. <laughs> well, it's getting you played. You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. <laughs> but um, anyway, so he took a really nice photo. I think his wife is a photographer as well. So it's like really, it looks great. I, I have saved all these fold, uh, all these pictures of the equits in a folder and just like, time capsule that exactly and <laughs> there's a, a really cool one that evertune reposted and i was so stoked on it i was yeah. like like I, I was like one of the, like the first like five people that liked it because i just like one i'm on instagram oh all day and uh, everything's one of, my shit and <laughs> it was yeah they reposted it totally did not give us any tags and they oh, used uh my one of my quotes <laughs> describing what the evertune does to yeah. like uh somebody asked like Hey Kevin, can you explain what the bridge is? And I'm like, well, actually, it's controlled by <laughs> something with said, magic. I or think whatever. I said like, oh, it, it keeps each string uh, by tension of uh, spring and magic. And that was, and that's how like yeah. every tune they reposted my. I'm like, didn't give me a tag. And I'm kind of like, which is fine. But I'm like, man, that's like. So I think of like some of my like the companies that we talk about, and then I talk about all the time that are kind of more essential to my style and my rig are orange. Fractal and Evertune talk about them all the time. That's like you know, yeah, everyone knows you talk about the bit them. every I, episode. I really do like them, and then it's funny because I'm like, those are three companies that do not give any fucks about us or the band. Yeah, <laughs> ever. That's the closest that we got to getting noticed by Senpai is uh, that repost. And I'm like, you know, MXR has posted us. I know <laughs> they're they're good. They're they're the homies. Walrus, I don't. They've liked our shit. They've they've actually done stories. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not. I'm not bragging. I'm not keeping track of it. But you know what? I think my companies I've picked have been pretty good. And then the companies that you like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They love me. Yeah. So anyways, I was like just kind of geeked on that and I was like super stoked. Yeah. Um, Then I'm like, oh yeah. And it's it's a cool looking guitar. When I think about it, I'm like, it doesn't, you know, like we've talked about it before, but I'm like, it's like a mix of like a telly and a coronet or what. Like it just looks like a, I don't know. It's like... it's like familiar, but at the same time, not. It's daunting. Exactly. And I, 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 I'm playing that guitar every day. So like, I can't just give updates. I'm like, oh, I still like it. (laughs) (laughs) Which I do. This Justin, Brian still likes his guitar. (laughs) Yeah, playing it all the time. I grab that. I'm like, man, that, yeah, still, still, still a cool guitar. So that was like a little bit of news that wasn't really that like groundbreaking, but I just thought yeah. it was like, I was excited about that. And do you ever get like excited when you like companies or whatever, like maybe reposts you or oh, yeah. follows you or something like that? Yeah, definitely. I think I, like, even on your personal or even the, you know, maybe the podcast or whatever. Well, like personal, like there's a clothing company I like keep in contact with. It's funny. Yeah. They're a clothing company, but the dude's like local. So it feels like I'm just talking to a regular guy. Yeah. Black so, like, rifle division, right? Yeah. So like something comes in like, either, you know, let's say California related or something like updated and I'm always hitting him up all this stuff like, mm-hmm. is this really happening? Is this true? And he's like, yep. Yeah. Or like, he'll talk about shit or like, Tim, he'll post like, repost like a Tim Dillon quote and we'll talk about it. And so it's, it's like, kind of oh, cool. It's like, he oh, doesn't you're... repost me necessarily. He's reposted me once yeah, with some stuff but it's cool to have contact with someone who's real. You think of like these companies, mm-hmm. like bigger companies have like someone who's just working like the actual PR like the actual yeah. like the Instagram but mm-hmm. it's cool to see to work with like independent guys yeah and they're like the you know they are there yeah you know, supporting their <laughs> brand and supporting you which is great yeah it was uh I think cool at Nam when it was like new neighbor 
yeah. they uh, follow us and it was the social media guy from there. He's like, man, I follow you guys. You are so funny. <laughs> like, man, because he was like a younger guy. Yeah. And he was going up to like one of the owners or one of the guys. He's like, oh, these guys, they're fucking hilarious on their Instagram game. <laughs> <laughs> they're on it. And I'm like, thanks, dude. I, that's awesome. But he's like super stoked on it. That's cool. But yeah, I was like, yeah, that was just for me. I was like, oh my God, yeah. like a fanboy That's moment. That's cool. So I was like to Kevin, I'm like, we did it, man. We made it. <laughs> we had uh, Marshall share us on one of yeah. the, that post got a shitload. That, yeah, that was really good. Got like almost 30,000 likes. Mm-hmm. That was like crazy. Yeah. I think it was, th- maybe maybe my numbers are off, but. It was really up there. Yeah. We're like, cool. I think Gibbs Sunday reposted back when I had my three of my Gibsons. I did that and they reposted it. I'm like, damn. All right. It's, I don't know. It's stuff like that. It's like. I think when people think like social media, that's not a big deal, but well, something small can be a big deal for somebody. So yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, that's a long what's new. Well, yeah. I got one more. I got oh, one more. Fuck. Um, <laughs> so I talked about it and keep talking, keep talk about it. <laughs> the native audio video that I'm working on. Yeah. I sent you the song that I wrote for it. Yeah. I really, really like it. It took yeah, me cool. a long time to write. It's different than anything I think I've ever heard you do. Mm-hmm. I mean, like when you mess around, yeah, you, you mess around with a lot of effects and you make some cool things, but to actually record it, it's and like I've never heard you record something like this. Yeah. It, um, uh, you know, some of my style for demos is to do a song using the, you mm-hmm. know, the, the, um, and we talked about it last time. I got pedals from Sean, um, you know, Sean Pierce Johnson and from Eric and from Co of Native Pedals. And I had, was like, gung-ho about using all of them the four <laughs> in his lineup in a, in a song and you got four aces right there dude and they're they're great pedals and so <laughs> i ended up doing it and i've got to the point where i finally finished the song shot everything in the video i just need to edit it and all right i'm tired man i sometimes at work i'm just <laughs> fucking done <laughs> i'm tired dude. I, just, I am i just want to sit Game over man badass and play tales of symphonia oh yeah which i'm not even close to beating by the way it's a long ass game uh Good though. So <laughs> I sent you the, the song yeah. and I'm really proud of it. I like it. I'm like, dude, I sent it to Brian as well. And he's like, dude, we could, let's make this a plain song. I know that's how I was thinking And you said too. that too. I'm like, I, there's a lot of guitar work going on there. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to do all of it. I'm like, I couldn't, one, do all of it or I, I could hit the main parts, but I'm like, I can't sing that at all. It's my time to shine. And so I'm like, well, Kyle can do it. That's what, yeah, I was like, oh, Kyle, you can, you would have to create everything. And then, Brian's like Kyle can do it. I'm like, all right, let's. We could try it. That it's, sounds like great. <laughs> the idea is, um, I'm not like I'm spoiling. I don't give a fuck. It's a very uh, Angels and Airwaves inspired song. Yeah. So I was really, really inspired by like my favorite song of theirs is, um, fuck, um, the adventure. Yeah, I was just saying. Like, oh, wait, tip of my I pen. almost named the the album. I was like, I know it's on. It's not. Oh, we don't need to whisper, yeah. but it's uh, yeah, it's really, really inspired by that, but just faster like our style so um yeah i was really really dug that and all the sounds that i got out of it i was really um, i don't know impressed with the pedals and stuff like that and um using i really did use that to create so um with that being said i'm finding out more and more that i know very little about mixing okay as i (laughs) add more and more guitar tracks which that didn't have a ton I'm like, damn. Because for the band, I um, have been always been in charge of like kind of producing 
engineering it to where yeah. I get all the tracks and I want, you know, between Kyle and I, we decide of the good takes and they're like, that's good. That's not good. Redo it. Da, da, da. Um, the, you know, getting the good tones as we did. Uh, cause back in the old, like the older way of recording that we did is we just got the take. We never did, um, DIs to re-record. Yeah. We kind of just got it then and there and then gave it to, um, pretty much laid it all down and the idea was to give that to the mixing engineer who was also mastering the project and I kind of just yeah and then we we would go to like you know uh, Jeff Forrest at Double Time Studios and we would hang out and mix the records we've done that for years (laughs) and I've loved that yeah it's easy I mean it's nice to sit back and have someone do all the hard fucking work yeah I think uh, some people don't think about how hard mixing songs can be. Well, like you can totally screw up something by just sliding something a little too high or... Yeah, or not panning it enough. Yeah. And, um, so anyway, so I'm learning more and more about mixing and I am forcing myself to like learn more about mixing and watch videos. So a lot of my YouTube content recently has been um, shooting videos, editing videos, lighting for videos, and mixing and plugins for recording. So it's like I'm like not watching guitar videos or like the like whatever the cheat codes for Tales Symphonia or whatever. Yeah, or watching Secret like locations, video game yeah. ones or whatever. My my YouTube content had gone more. Although I do watch YouTube. Yeah, I'm you know sure what? you do that too. It's like when oh, you yeah. watch like you're stuck in a game like how do you fucking do this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you had to go to cheat codes or like whatever. Like you had to the, grind and then wall ride and then jump and then grind again? The <laughs> fuck are we doing here? Like, how am I going to figure that out? Or puzzles in games. Anyway, yeah. uh, a lot of my time has been going towards that. And I'm realizing I never paid much attention to mixing. I just like get all the tracks to sound good. It should be fine. Yeah. But there's a lot to go in after that. Are there plugins you can use that'll m- mix for you? <laughs> I. There's Easy Mix from, uh, uh, is it like the Tune Track? Tune Track. They okay. make Easy Mix, Easy Keys, Easy Bass, all yeah. that stuff. I don't want to do that. I have. I know, yeah. So, what you want to do is, so I kind of tell you some of the stuff I've been learning is um, what can get away from you real quick is low end. It'll make your mix just sound, which the one I sent you. It's a lot of low end, so I'm still working on it. That's another revision of mixing. Well, I, I noticed when I played it on my, because when you first sent it to me, I'm like, oh, I'm going to click it. And it was like, in the phone, it was like, I'm like, okay, well, let me just get it to my computer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it was a lot more listenable. Yeah. Not uh, that it was bad, I'm saying. No, but it's like the, the, the speakers low, can handle it a lot more. Low end is, and also like through a phone. It, it it's horrible. Yeah. Never, I'm it not. Could, I'm yeah. not saying, I'm just saying I had to move it over once I realized. But so for my other tracks that I've done on song demos, uh, it's been fine because it's usually just two rhythm tracks, hard panned, yeah. bass track, and then the lead. But this one had multiple leads, had parts here and there. I had yeah. to make sure each part stood out. So like the clean uh, arpeggio guitar, the lead guitar, the opening kind of delay part, the, mm-hmm. uh, you can hear there's hard pans of like this crazy tremolo i had the tremolo just go with delay just like oscillating on itself and then like a reverb just like yeah very cavernous like so i just kind of cranked all those pedals up just to have a background and i did a background track so i'm like okay that can get on itself anyway so for eq is one of the biggest things. i was watching warren hewart or yeah it's like a mixing guy uh he's like yeah um 
He's on YouTube, obviously. Yeah, YouTube. He's a pretty big deal. Or like pretty big channel, I should say. He's a big deal. <laughs> he's a big fucking deal. Yeah, he's um kind of, I think he's mixed or worked on you know a lot of records and stuff like that. But uh, he has a channel where he kind of goes into like you know tips or he does studio tours and stuff like that. He does whatever. Um, and he like you're mixing you know tricks or the th- first things that you're gonna l- want to learn for mixing. And you know, like he's like five things these engineers kind hate. of yeah. But um, <laughs> <laughs> engineers hate me for this trick. Yeah. Um, it's <laughs> your EQ is your low end. Kind of really shelve off stuff. Yeah. People can get kind of crazy with that and they shove off highs and a lot of lows to where it's like, whatever. But he's like, if you try and fix the whole mix in the master bus, you're going to be cutting out a lot of what makes the each instrument special. Yeah. But if you cut out the bass, he's like, I know people like want to have the bass be a thing, but if you kind of roll off um, like a certain low amount to where your ear isn't even he- hearing it, is you want to cut that shit out because... You your ear can't hear it, but once those frequencies start like battling oh, each other, yeah, that's when you're gonna hear it, and it's gonna. You'll hear the yeah. oscillation or whatever. Kind the, of, it's it's that there's more science behind it, but it's like that's when the frequencies will build up in the low end to be like that ain't good. But if you just heard a ba- like a track by itself, like that sounds fine. But once yeah. you start adding them all together, and you start getting more, I think I had like maybe five or six guitar tracks on that one. Yeah. That's when it starts getting all playing at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, plus the bass, which I'm like, I really like the, I love the bass sound, uh, but it can get boomy. Yeah. If I don't, if I'm not careful with it, even though I did use my jazz bass, which kind of had like the higher end. Interesting. It's, um, but it just can get boomy. And I'd like, I don't want to alter the tone or the patch that I made. I just want to now add an EQ to roll that off. And then even compressor will help too to kind of even the levels. And then anyway, so I'm learning all these different things. And just uh, all that to say is um, you never stop learning. <laughs> yeah. And I've been recording for so long and like getting good tones and stuff like that and able to record the like good songs of ours or like that. Mm, that sounds like an asshole. Good songs that we make. I, I think we make good music. Yeah. And I I think I record it well, but I don't mix it well because I don't. And I never, ever take time to mix. I know um, uh, Brian Rash, I might get some pointers from him. and But yeah, Jeff Forrest, uh, he, he always just does it. So I might actually ask him for some of his tips or if he's got plugins that he uses a lot on. Because I know you... Um, Mix all the tracks first, and then he bounces down and then does a mix bus or mixing, you know, session. But I just want to mix them all in the same session. So that's for me. I'm learning stuff. I found out stuff. I'm trying to sell stuff. Yeah. I bought stuff. It's a good week. So I'm always learning, and I'm excited about my new path of trying to learn how to mix. And if you guys have any tips on, you know, your five tips on how to mix songs better, <laughs> let me know. Because I'm tips Brian Gowers hate. Yeah, I let, let me know, and I'm sure Kyle, you would want to know too oh, yeah, as definitely. well for your stuff because your synth stuff will get away from you quick. Oh yeah, I know you're doing a lot of low end and you're doing a lot of tracks at once. Well, that's interesting that you bring up the low end that you you shove off the stuff that you don't hear that you don't need, and on top too on the high yeah. end. So it's like low pass and high pass filters. You kind of want to. He's like, I kind of want to do that on all the tracks. Yeah, damn. Yeah, because like the high end stuff, the the mm-hmm. for like even talking, he's like. That will get annoying if you start doing compressors and adding that to the stuff. And if you do a master yeah. compressor, that'll bring that stuff up and be very annoying. And then 
people won't want to listen to your track. Yeah, and well, a lot I, of the guitar, like pick, you know, your fingers sliding on the strings, that'll get amplified. Well, you bring up the 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 you know EQ and stuff. I've actually been listening to certain things. I'm like, the fuck is that noise? You know, like really listening. I'm like, what? Something's like something's like fighting. So I'll go and listen to each track. Can't hear it. Play the mix. What the fuck? So I started. I did start like EQing individual tracks. So that I I like where you're going with that. I'm gonna it, dive it, into that. It more. is yeah. EQ is gonna be really powerful for you. And you wouldn't even I think off the gate need to buy anything. No, mm-hmm. the the EQ I was using, I was just kind of messing with it. I'm like, oh, that sounds like a hundred times better. Yeah. After I fucked with it. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, so that's gonna be really powerful. And there's people that you know. You can get like with the, the fab filters or whatever that are exp- more expensive plugins, third parties that you can buy, which yeah. are great. But I'm like, I'm not at that point yet where I want to buy more plugins. No, I, I I think there's a plenty of plenty built-in filters and stuff that are in each instrument that I'm working with on my shit. But mm-hmm. I've been watching the Andrew Masters uh, guy and Colt Caparoon on YouTube. They're studio guys. They're yeah. not guitar guys. But they're good. I would say check out those channels. They're fun. Um, but they do a thing where they will show you um, almost like getting one filter and peeking the shit out of it until yeah. it's like a very like almost like a spike. And then you'll find the weird sound in that track. Oh, like, when you slide. Once you find like that honkiness or yeah. like you'll find it, pinpoint it. And now it's like since it's so raised, you found it. Now, now bring negative. it down. Yeah, you bring it down. Yeah, now yeah. you dip it. So And then you make the EQ a little bit better. So Yeah. All right. I, you could probably do that with some of the free ones or included yeah. ones with your DAW. So those are tips that I've found. So they may not be so ingrained or so to the point, but um, yeah, I was also, because I, I keep seeing and hearing things about a subwoofer. Because I have uh, two HS5s, which are five-inch speakers, which, yeah. so I record in my bedroom, which is pretty much um, a Cracker Jack box. It's about that big. <laughs> so it's, you know, not a lot of space. So I never thought about, I don't, I couldn't fit with my monitor even um, the HS8s, which are the eight inch one, eight yeah. inch monitors. They're big. And that's kind of your, like, that's the big, big boy boys. one. Yeah. Which a lot of people are like, yeah, get those, man. Cause you hear all the low end. And then I'm like, I don't have the space for that. Mm-hmm. And then I was hearing like, well, you can have the five inch monitors and then get a sub for, below your desk or whatever to kind of hear some of the other stuff and then I've been hearing back and forth I'm like you don't need one you shouldn't get one you you know you have good enough monitors and really da 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 blah 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 you get used to your speakers and then if one, you were mixing like a movie no you and might then, want it uh, and then um, <laughs> a couple like, subs like I said I've been watching like the Colt the Caparoon guy he's like subs are great because it makes everything sound awesome it's like dude you could listen to a podcast through with a sub on there it sounds sick but <laughs> They kind of can lie to you. Yeah. It's like, I, you know, a good thing if you're having a studio and you're having clients in, you play the, your mix through that and they're going to be stoked. But they might get that into their car and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, but the Warren Hewitt guy, he was uh, saying a sub would be good because you can kind of almost hear the buildup of the low end frequencies coming. Blah, blah, blah. Like, it, <laughs> it, Jesus it, it does that because like the sub will be like, yeah and they're like oh we need to shelve off some stuff real quick at that certain part so he's like it could be good and then other people are saying could be good but bad because of that and then also the money point of like you want to spend four hundred dollars on a sub and then 
But to me, I'm like, maybe I should spend four hundred dollars on stuff. That's the gear mind of me. I'm like, well, if I get more stuff, it's I only get four hundred dollars. <laughs> I get more better. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, I'm learning more stuff. I'm having fun with it. A lot of what's news, but we did have some talk back and forth. That's what a podcast is, folks. Yeah. We talk, and uh, it's almost like that's baby. planned <laughs> to have a conversation. But let's get into some topics. What do you say? I'm ready. Okay. So we've done the retro rigs before. Kind of going uh, back to like our birth year to like, you know, I think we did the 70s ones and stuff like that. So one that we haven't done yet is the 90s. Yeah. Um, Golden, golden uh, decade. Yeah. We were 90s kids. (laughs) Yeah, technically. (laughs) Yeah. You're born, oh, 88, but we pretty much grew up in the 90s. That's how it works. (laughs) You got your Ninja Turtles. You got your Power Rangers. You got your... Uh, uh, like everything good, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> fruit by the foot. <laughs> I didn't have like TV in the '90s, so it's like I I was never part of that. Like, I guess I had like one channel. It was like Fox Kids. We or, had uh, or like Channel Six. Or we had it was. Uh, TV growing up, and then uh, once we eventually, <laughs> um, you know, the whole family. Yeah, and I remember watching and like you kind of just like hang out, and they're like, "Oh, cool!" When parents got home or whatever, you just watched whatever they're watching, like Roseanne. Yeah. Watch Roseanne. Well, I think I've mentioned before, I didn't have MTV. I had VH1. So I had a very different experience. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, fuck, yeah. Celine Dion's back on with Titanic. <laughs> yeah, I love no, this. No, I hate that. It's like, oh, it's number one again. Great. It's mm-hmm. like the top 10 list or whatever it was that day. Yeah. Like, oh, sick. Fastball is on. And then it's like, oh, fuck. Still a good song. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, when we got a TV... It was like, you think of like, this is the greatest thing in the world, playing Super Nintendo with a TV. That was like the best like Christmas because it was pretty much a gift for my sisters and I yeah. all at once. I think grandma and parents got it for us. Like Super Nintendo, a couple games, and a TV, which you think is so big, but I think it was like maybe like the size of like the- Like a piece of paper. paper. <laughs> Probably smaller. <laughs> but the back was like, fo- <laughs> like a football field long. That's how big yeah. the box was, but the screen was <laughs> the size. It was sick. Though. It was awesome. But anyway, talking about the nineties, reminiscing yeah. here. But um, thinking about a rig in yeah. the nineties that you would want to play. So it's kind of not. I guess it's kind of tough. It was. I was trying to pick like a style of music, but it just came to like. Well, what was everyone playing? I tried not to stick to like maybe like an indie style. Yeah, I you guess. didn't want to do grunge. No, not really. Yeah, but I'm sure they use some of these the components in grunge, but yeah, I kind of went with more of our style, just a pop punk rig. Yeah. Stuff that I would use. Yeah. Um, I kind of went more with stuff that was, as we were writing these down, I'm like, I went with stuff that was released in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. But I, also that obviously you could use it cause it was released that year. Yeah. So I, I went with a different tactic, like a better tactic. No, <laughs> stuff that <laughs> not existed as hard, I guess. in the nineties. <laughs> so it could have been yeah. like, I'm using, uh, 52 Telly and then <laughs> yeah. a 1959 Gibson. Can't use a 2001, but we could use something that may, yeah, it doesn't matter. I get what you're saying. But, so, um, I guess. We were talking, uh, sorry to. No. Know, uh, I think I've heard like, you know, the, not they were talking. I've heard people talk about how like, you know, vintage gear didn't go. When did, I wonder when that kind of started booming. Was it before the 90s? Oh, when people like, started using it? Again, yeah, or was it like the 80s where it's like I always heard the stories where people were like, 
oh, we get like, you know, the old 60s guitars, like Fenders and like Gibsons, and no. we're just like kind of getting rid I of those. I think that would be 90. Or, or like, I'm going to throw a Floyd Rose in this. Or they, like, yeah, people shred. started fucking like modifying. Uh-huh. Oh, it's 20 year old guitar. I mean, no one cares. cares. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> maybe that like, was the 80s. I don't <gasps> know. <laughs> well, because you see one that pops up. Like, I saw a grabber the other day that was like, someone did like a headless stock style. So they had the tuners <sighs> and they cut out like, a grabber? Bridge, yes, a grabber. It's the only the body. I'm like, I'm like, I had to I'm like that's a grabber. And I looked at it. Oh my god, that is a grabber. Damn. Not only did they do that at the bottom where they notched out the whole bottom where the the, the bridge would be, but they also cut out a side. So it's like they cut out this angular side. I'm like, yeah. Oh god. Yeah. I wonder but that... I'm like, if it happened a long time ago, it doesn't. But if it's if it happened last week, I'd be pissed. Yeah. I mean, but if it, it happened, happened back in the eighty, I think when Gabriel. Was on for, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I think he was talking about like, oh, yeah, we, people would just do that, just like fuck up old guitars. You're like, well, I'm putting a, uh, yeah, <laughs> a bridge in here because I want to do the dive bombs. And you're like, what are you doing now? But back then, you're like, fuck, it's a piece of shit. Yeah, so, okay. exactly. You don't, and I think you, you have to kind of take a step back when you see yeah, that. Was, kind yeah, of shit. yeah. A gay girl from Echo Park. That was yeah. a fun episode. But he was talking about like back in the day, he's like, yeah, you just kind of didn't fuck give a shit, shit up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now you would be like, oh my God, you'd have a heart attack. Yeah. Anyway, so you kind of went with, it was available in the 90s and you could play yeah. it. Yeah. And I, 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 I kind of went with what was popular is basically. Okay. What I what I saw in music videos and what, you know, people talk about today, like, you know, so. Um, so with the guitar, I kind of had a hard time and I didn't find a specific one. I just went like this body shape, mm-hmm. either a Mustang or a Jazzmaster for indie. I don't know. Jackstang. Oh shit, mixing them up. No, yeah. I think Yeah, I don't know. I I can't. I, I think I would go Jazzmaster cuz I'm I lean more towards those, but mm-hmm. Jazzmaster and then with a uh, chorus, uh the small clone. Everyone loved those fucking Oh things. yeah, the electro harmonics, yeah. right? Those are are great. They're good. The one knob deals. They can um, be noisy. I know that, but if it's like you're already super loud who gives a shit. Yeah. I kind of would like to play one of like the bigger ones. Yeah. See. So I think I had the Nano clone, or was it the Neo clone? Neo or Micro or whatever. They, 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 okay, so yeah, uh, Neo. Uh, yeah. I had the Neo clone, which I liked a lot, and I got rid of it because I ended up just getting a Julia. Yeah, and I like that one a lot, lot more. <laughs> but yeah, no, that'd be cool. Um, and then uh, delay Aquapus. I think that was used a lot. Really, that was in the nineties. Yeah, it's old. I guess they're not like super old, but they're old. Not like, yeah. You have one of the newer ones, right? Yeah, the I have a newer. Ones. I think I have it. Maybe you do. Wait, yeah, that one right up there. Then no, you have it. Okay, I must have given it back. It's on my pedal shelf, dude. Yeah, I just was. This is entrapment. No, yeah. Um, you owe me another one. <laughs> and then I was thinking, um, octave. So like OC two. Mm-hmm. Seen those? Um, the made in Japan ones. Yeah, definitely. They were yeah. Were those 80s or whatever? I think they were late 80s. But they were available in the 90s. They were, yeah. yes, Brian. Okay, I know I'm breaking okay, your fact rule. checker. Yeah. Mm, I want to do some homework. Hmm. And then... <laughs> um, do homework on the show. I think, uh, and I couldn't settle on Amp, but I'll just, I won't name my other one. I'll just do AC30. Fuck that. Just do it. Yeah, those were... Super pop. <laughs> Wait, we had mentioned, yeah, fastball. That to me sounds like an AC30. Yeah. That... A whole thing. I'm like, man, that 
that like crunch and that kind of like what they were going like when yeah. they got out the of that bitey kind of could totally be wrong but to me every time I, i've actually listened to that song today uh, oh jeez. <laughs> um yeah it's because i have a, a playlist of songs and it, i liked it and added it to my liked songs yeah and it's in the mix of um um like i think what was it action bronson and what <laughs> dang uh muse uh, not that that muse. It's the Japanese uh, oh. Love Live uh, school idol group. <laughs> okay, muse. good, good. Um, and so it just came up. I'm like, what a what the fuck am I listening to? My mix of <laughs> just songs is like my neck breaks from how hard I turn. Yeah, right? my <laughs> solos. Anyway, I think this is more of like an indie kind of indie rig. Yeah. yeah, indie rig. I like it. I like it. What about you? I mean, that's mine. I went uh, with more pop punk kind of rig. Okay, so. I didn't want to. I just fucking leaned into it. Tom DeLonge's signature Strat. Okay. I had one. I owned it, and I kind of regret selling it. It just you was not fuck up a fun color. <laughs> it was black. Yeah. So if it was like a lighter color, like the sea foam. Sea or- foam. A graffiti yellow would be awesome. If I could find a graffiti yellow Tom Dude, DeLonge, you know how to spray paint? Just fucking do it. Yeah, I would. I I want a yellow guitar. But not like the, I don't know, the Gibson yellow. Yeah. I like the, I kind of want like more, I think I want to get like a, a good fluorescent. Either graffiti yellow, like super, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. bam, or I want like more of a canary kind of. Oh. So I think that would make more sense to match the rest of my guitars. Yeah. It's a str- super strong fucking color. Yeah. Jesus. So. Maybe all right. Yeah, and the yellow isn't it more. It's more of a pastel yellow. Am I not saying canary? Is that no, wrong? No, canary is like a super strong. Oh, uh, then I'm wrong. I want a, I want a pastel yellow. Oh, okay. So you want like a daisy, da- da- daffodil, buttercream. There you go. Butter. Yeah, that's better. Buttercream. That's what I want. I think a buttercream yellow. Not. You think of like a peeps. No, that's not. That's like mm, bright. That's very yellow. So not <laughs> okay. Then yeah, not graffiti, and you know, not canary, but more buttercream. Yeah. <laughs> A daffodil yellow. That would be cool. I, I mean, that could be another topic, but I want to, I think I want to recolor my Jazzmaster. I don't Shh. see myself getting rid of it, but I don't think I want us to do it. I want somebody no, else no, to no. do it in a nitro finish. I Damn. think there's a guy, James Hood. In, in town, yeah. Yeah. He's up in Escondido. Mm-hmm. You might hit him us. up. Like, it looks like he's like, I don't, like he doesn't say that he does refinishing, but on his Instagram he posts like refinish this guitar. I made it, you know. Da, 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 da. I'm like, yeah, hit him. I should up. hit him up. I'm like, what, what's your pricing? Like, if you have to ask, you can't afford it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Tom DeLonge signature Strat. That's the one. That's a single humbucker single yeah. volume. That's my jam. It's an Invader. So I'm like, all right, that's a hot ass. Um, it's a fucking hot pickup, hot cast. Um, so I can totally deal with that. I like the Invader. Yeah. I would like to actually try that again. It's been years since I've it's played been it. It's years. been years. <laughs> I like to play it. Um, going into a familiar amp that I sold. Um, it's not a JCM 800. What? It's not, that, not as good as that, Kyle, but it's a JCM 900, the 220350 watt. Yeah. So it's uh, like what they're like third revision mark three or something like that, which is like they it's said. It's a good like, amp. I liked it a lot. It, was it sounded cool. really great. Um, yeah, totally fine. I liked it a lot. The effects loop was pretty good. And it sounded good. I had that channel switching deal, which is basically uh, didn't go from clean to that. It was kind of like lower gain to higher gain. I just kept it on higher gain. Yeah, great. I kind of, I don't regret selling that, but I would like to play it again in this scenario. 
Uh, All right. And then just match it with a fucking uh, 1960 lead cab. So I don't even care if it's like the cheaper GT75s. They're, those are fine. That's your standard cab. Um, I kind of think if you're going to, like, I don't know, play Marshall, I, you would want to get like the Greenbacks or Vintage 30s. But like, if you can get your shit to sound good on like just that standard cab, you'll be good. It'll be at practice studios. It'll be at gigs. It'll be whatever. So, and that's fine. So I uh, got that. And then um, for effects, I kind of little like with the Tom DeLonge and with this one barely made it in because this came out in 99. <laughs> so did the Tom DeLonge. It was like the line, December 31st. Yeah. <laughs> the Line 6 DL4. That's, come on. Oh, shit. That's the, yeah. the green boy. That's a good one. You know that. Um, do you still have Johnny's here? No, I think oh. he took him back. No, he took him back. Yeah. That you was, would know if they were here. You're they're like, huge. <laughs> I had to look down. Nope, they're not there. Yeah. No, that was a, that was a fun one. I like that because I was so familiar with the Echo Park, which yeah. is kind of like taking some of those sounds and from the DL4 into a single channel or single channel, single pedal, pedal format. Yeah. And yeah, great. They all sounded good. It's funny how great that thing sounded in 99. Yeah. That was, doing the math here, duh, that was 20, over 20 years ago. That yeah. thing sounded awesome. Still, yeah, it's a pretty cool one. And that people still use that. Want to get one, get it painted and modded mm-hmm. for no reason at all. And then this is one <laughs> that I do own. I, I already know I like it. I have it. Uh, I have the hot pink version, but I would just get the standard. Um, the GCB 95 Crybaby Dunlop. Yeah. Just, and that's just, that's another one of your like basic bro. Um, yeah. Pedals. That's like, that, that's the one you get. You can get the original Crybaby. You can get the, you know, um, they have so many. What's it's the so Jimi Hendrix one? You get the Slash one, but that's your like. Oh, if you get a Crybaby, that's just your standard. It's like the 1960 yeah. lead, um, Marshall cab. Yep, that's just here's your Crybaby. I like it. It's fine. I have no qualms with it at all. I like qualms that. Qualms or quarrels. Yep. <laughs> and then um, this one's kind of cool. So the Ibanez Phaser, the uh, PH7. From the Tone Lock series. Oh, yeah. Tone Loke series. <laughs> well, yeah. That, L-O-K, right? Mm-hmm. The, when did you know, those come out? Do you know? That was... Ah, oh, damn. I got to go back. I mean, back. it's in it, your 10-year span. It was in the 90s. <laughs> I th- want to say it's like 95 or 97, something like that. Okay. And so it made the list. That whole series came out in one year. It, you know, it that might be another one that just made it. I think that was 99. Damn. So it's like they released just... Bleh, Number all, 99. All, all of them at once. Uh, I think it was like 12 different pedals, uh, a couple different delays, um, like a echo delay, two phasers. There was like a phaser and like a phase shifter. And then like, uh-huh. so I'm like, what the fuck? And there's, uh, I think a couple different courses. Is that a stereo pedal? I don't know. Um, but phaser, I'm like, okay, going with that one. Cause I use phaser. If I'm going to yeah. use a uh, modulation, I would choose phaser. And I heard good things. I always hear great things about those pedals. They look so much older than they actually are. Don't they look like very 80s? I guess. I think they were late 90s. I don't know. Is it just me? They look more... No, they look 90s to me, but they look super metal kind of... I guess... Oh, we use fucking silver, bro. I think... uh, Yeah, I guess. (laughs) I'm thinking more retro because they're trying to go for space agey. Like, this looks like... uh, It's got some hard angles on it. Meet George Jensen. (laughs) I guess, yeah. His son, Elroy. (laughs) It's what it's kind of looking like. Do you press down on the button for it to pop up? I believe so. And then you turn it and then you snap back Mm -hmm. down? The Weeping Demon also came out of that series. And that has a similar thing where you... um, (laughs) Yeah, Weeping Demon. (laughs) 
<laughs> I tried to do both. It did not sound good. Y'all are going to cry. <laughs> Damn. Uh, That's good. But that was the one where you can change the different sweep and volume and stuff like that. Okay. And then you just lock the pedal, which I think is a great idea. For the demon? No, or just I on mean, the pedal? Sorry. Pedals in general. I hung up on that. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. It's like, it gets, it's like, you're not going to break that thing off. Yeah. You, it's like, um, gonna, you know how they have the uh, lock knob deals. Yeah. It totally um, eliminates that. Yeah. The Diodario ones, which are cool. And then the one that we used to have, which I think got bought out by Diodario, which was lock knob. Yeah. Um, it's cool because you can knock your settings. Yeah. But, with that, I don't, why hasn't well, anybody else done that? Or why hasn't Ibanez done that? Maybe because they- Tapestry have, does something, or they have that like locking one, that, but there's like a bunch of moving parts on it. It mm-hmm. makes it look like shit. Yeah, uh, but, but it- It the, just snaps down. Well, I know when I pull my pedal out of the bag, yeah. when I pedal board out of the bag and set it down, I have to like, okay, that's in the right- I have to like go through like all the knobs. And yeah, like make it sure. might be worth like just taping down the sand amp. <sighs> that's true, because the sand amp- it just would look like shit. That that is the one that has the most, and that's the one that affects the most. It's got like nine knobs on it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh shit, they're gains all the way up. I'm like, like why we are you f- practicing last peaking. time? And I'm like, why does the bass sound so different? My like, Kyle, it's like you're turning like, so yeah. much lower, yeah. so I got to turn it up. And then I'm like, I could, I'm like, why does it sound so weird? And then you're like, oh, let me turn it up. And I'm like, boom, now, I'm like, oh great, we're clipping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. Anyway, if like. Yeah, more companies or whatever did that tone lock pushing down. Like, I, I think that's really cool. I've yet to try it to see how sturdy it actually is. Yeah. Because it could be like, you click it in so many times and it could be like, a, oh, now it's like a SNES controller where it's like, now, oh, that uh, that A button doesn't work anymore. Yeah. So hopefully you don't have to jump, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck. That's his only bit. <laughs> that's, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, uh, uh, no, they did some special colors Mario for that and series. <laughs> they had like a pink D7. Yeah. And they did a green, the OD, whatever that is. Yeah. I was like the pink one. I'm like, I don't know. Damn. Maybe I, damn. Damn. I should do like a, a pink special pedals board. Yeah, you should do a pink board. You got that uh, got the 37 effects. And then I got the um, crybaby pink one, hot yeah. pink one. And you can borrow my uh, Voyager if you want. Yeah, there's that. And then we can spray paint all the rest of your pedals. <laughs> no, Tate Effects. They make the Antares, which is like a tube screamer ish oh, kind of deal. That's my jam. In pink. I don't know if he does all of them or if he uh, just did it for guitar nerds. Or I guess it's uh, a guitar nerds bit. That's another topic. Yeah. What can we rip off of other podcasts? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best one. Yeah. That's something everybody can enjoy. So um, we don't do that though. No. As far as drive goes, uh, I think it's a little sin here, but I'm going Marshall Marshall. I'm going the Marshall yeah. Blues Breaker, the original one, the Mark II, uh, not the Mark II, but the Mark One came out in '92, and that's the big one. That's like uh, almost like a I think a big muff size, like, I mean, probably a little bit smaller than that. Yeah, it's like the black one that has the blue writing. I've never actually played a real Marshall Blues Breaker pedal, let alone the amp. Well, they're fucking like, aren't they expensive as fuck? Uh, any iteration of them I've never played. I'm not sure. I think they can get up to like hundred plus dollars. Oh, okay, well, maybe even two hundred. Really? I kind of like think of how much I like that pedal. I feel like I should try a real one. And I say yeah. that too of like tube screamers. I'm like I at least own an Ibanez tube screamer. It's the mini <laughs> one. 
how much I, yeah. I know they're boring subscribers oh they make so many of them it's because they work um it's <laughs> keep doing I, it fellas. i don't <laughs> own an actual one kind of think of like sometimes like maybe i should do it to my you know a, a duty like do you know the thing and get like an, an ibanez uh, at the 808 yeah just the standard one just to have one but then again i'm like yeah who gives a fuck um, that is true. Who gives that, a that, fuck? Who gives a fuck? You hit it right on the head there. Move along. The <laughs> Blues Breaker, I would get that. I love the Blues Breaker circuit, and I think it'd be cool to have an extra little bit of gain, even though the 900 has a lot on tap. And then, uh, rounding out here, uh, Reverb. Came out in 94. It's the RV3. I think the RV2 came out in the 80s, like 88 or 89 or so. And then they came out with the next revision in 94. So, uh, boss reverbs are always good. Yeah. Your rig is way more comprehensive than mine. Well, this so. is something I could use. Um, uh, the, uh, RV3, um, and the DL4 would be in the effects loop. Yeah. So I already know that's pretty good on the 900. And then I would have, I guess I didn't do it in order, but I mean, like the Dunlop, then to the Blues Breaker, or the Dunlop. I need you to draw these out. To actually. the Ibanez, to the Blues follow. Breaker, to the Amp. That'd be cool. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty sweet. I could, I could use that and be stoked. Yeah, I I would be actually pretty get fucking, stoked. Pretty fucking stoked. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's kind of it. I think that's kind of fun. So if you guys have uh, '90s rigs that you would yeah. do, you could either do the Kyle approach and just if it is existed <laughs> in the '90s, you would use it. Or Jesus. if you want to do one that you know they came out in the '90s, you make me sound like such a failure. Thanks, uh, no, thanks, Dad. <laughs> Or I'm just like I'm. I'm the one who is like, hmm. I want to do homework. Let's do homework on the episode. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's how I was, I was, I was doing. Like, my, I was doing my research. Fuck. What have I seen? Not a lot, apparently. Mm. But <laughs> homework time. Uh, okay. School is in session. We're in the thousandth grade. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so that was kind of fun. Uh, let's move on to this next one. It could be real quick, or it could be longer. Uh, it's really just a dumb question. And because it's so simple, Kyle, what is your favorite guitar shape? I tend to, oh, I love offset shapes. Mm -hmm. Not like where they get super crazy and like disproportion. Where it's like you took the the skew of like the Photoshop and you take the one corner and you're like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And MS Paint, you're like, whoa, what did I do? Yeah, you see that shit all the time. Where oops, so, all angles. <laughs> you, you give me angles, Fender. It's like you give me angles. Oops, made it a dolly painting. Oops, it's <laughs> <laughs> like droop, melting. Um, <laughs> no, melting I, clocks. And yeah. like, Perfect. <laughs> That's the guitar right there. Yeah, no, you see that shit a lot on Instagram and stuff. But uh, throw a piece of cheese on a, you know, a, <laughs> a grill. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't own any, but I love Jazzmaster shape. I think it's like it's, it doesn't overdo mm-hmm. the offset, you know. Yeah, but I don't know. I I can't really lie. I mean, I have a bunch of tellies. I think telly is my favorite guitar shape. Mm, yeah, I have three, but I also have two strats. You know, mm-hmm. I guess I'm not very. I mean, looking at my shit, you might go, "Oh, this guy." This guy plays guitar in quotations, which is true actually. Yeah. But I, I I I love the telly shape, but I want to build more offsets. Mm-hmm. But I do think yeah, the Jazzmaster is really comfortable. Yeah, because of how big it is. 
Um, when, uh, people call the Duo Sonic an offset. I don't really see it as an offset. Duo Sonic, right? It's like the smaller. Oh, the little one. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah call, they're offset. I mean, they're I sl- slightly. It's like it's not like off balance. It doesn't. It's look, not like a jazz bass, jazz master, yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. So like jazz bass, I think when we first started the podcast, I was like just on the other side of the fence, like, oh, I don't like them, mm-hmm. but I do like them. I'm a yeah. fucking liar. Yeah. <laughs> Did we mention we love lion? <laughs> <laughs> we love lion. <laughs> Could you like? Would a Mark Hoppus be really cool? Where it's pretty much just a jazz bass shape yeah. with P bass everything else P oh, bass yeah. neck P bass pickups P bass yeah. and bridge are the same thing definitely I would love that because I think a jazz bass one thing you don't like is how skinny the neck is yeah so you just put a P bass neck on does that bother you at all no I can still play it still it's fine it's just like, like I think it's just more comfortable to play it's not like I'm like wrapping my fingers all the way around the other side <laughs> but it's it's just it's just different I don't know I have not like super big hands but you know, mm-hmm. it just, I gotta, it's not like I'm relearning anything. It just yeah. feels different. Yeah. Cause to me, whenever I play mine, I'm like, oh, this is comfortable. I'm like, it is different though. And that's not to say my, uh, P bass is uncomfortable to play. No. And I don't know if my American P bass has a wider neck. It just, it feels different than the Squires that I have mm-hmm. over here. But it's probably deeper. Yeah, C. I think. Well, that's kind of more the I standard. Think the ones I have are deeper, but it's. A, I think it's a shallow. It's a pretty shallow. Yours? on I the think, P, on the American. Yeah, I think some of them that you have are maybe wider, but yeah. they're not as deep. They add and thick, frequent deep. They're um, like thick, just with one C. I think Johnny's P bass. It's really wide uh-huh. neck, but it's not very deep. So I remember playing it like that was one I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> and Johnny's like. Because uh, it's a 60s reissue, I think, American. Okay. Uh, one of his P-Bases. Like, you could say, which one? I don't know. Fucking. He's 20, got like seven or 20 something. 20 he has. Just a uh, P-Base. Yeah. Um, one of his is like, I think, a 60s reissue or something like that. Um, and it's a very wide neck, but not very deep. And that's one I'm like, okay. Where I did notice a difference. But between your, like, your base and mine, I can't really tell much of a difference. Okay. So, but Maybe I guess I'm we making could, up, literally, could, we could compare. Mine's as wide as the Mississippi. Or we could have somebody measure it, I guess, because I don't really know the specs. Somebody? Dude, I have a caliper. We could fucking mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. We don't want to. Who gives mm-hmm. a shit? Anyway. But, what about you? What, what do you like? I, I, I posed this question, but I didn't really think about it. I don't you. know. Favorite shape? I don't know. I think... As much as I like my Strat... It's just such, it's one of the lamest looking well, you <laughs> like know. body types. It's true. And but it's like probably the most ergonomic. Yeah. Well, like, like you can reach everything. We talked about P-Base, but P-Base is just a fucking strat. Mm-hmm. It's just the strat body, but bigger. Yeah. That's basically. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I love it though, mm-hmm. but I, I think it's like the basic bro. Yeah. Base. Tellies have probably of like this, like your standard like Fender style. Yeah. Um, I've always been my least favorite. Really? I don't know why. I just always see them. I'm like, hmm. But I mean, I don't dislike them now, but I'm like, of them. Yeah. Like, they're not like super exciting. Yeah. You know? I think like that's what you, it is. If it you looks base like, everything on that, you know. Yeah. It's just like, you know, here's, yeah. I don't know. It's, cut, it, I see the meme of like, we cut that out of a table or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's not, you're like, oh, that is a guitar. But it's not like, whoa, you know, you guys are pushing the boundaries. It's like, I've seen that guitar before. Yeah, I I don't I, I don't want to say. I think I want to. I don't know. It might just be 
of where we are in time, man. But I want to say like kind of more of the unconventional shapes are really cool. Even though I really like Les Pauls, yeah, well, always was gravitated towards those. And I love my pink Les Paul. It's fine. Yeah. And I think I when I was you know growing up, I always saw that as like that's a symbol of just rock and roll. Yeah. Well, I didn't even know like uh, like what a tel- Telecaster was until I walked into a guitar center and bought one. Like mm. literally, my uncle was like, "You don't want a Strat. Everyone's got a Strat." Yeah. He's like, "It sucks. You go to you might hit." You know, the way they have like the configure, like the like configuration, like you might hit the, the, the actual, like, um, mm-hmm. the switch, like the toggle switch, you know, yeah. the configuration, whatever. But I'm like, all right, so I just bought whatever he said, like, yeah, and I bought yeah. it in the color I liked, but well, it yeah, was but, a guitar but, that he suggested I get. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's probably why I gravitate more towards Tellys. Mm-hmm. Like, I want, I, I don't know, just more used to them. Yeah. I would think I want to say favorite shape, probably. Is something like a Jazzmaster. Yeah. And I do own that and I like it a lot. Um, ones that I, I guess I would say I, favorite, that's like obviously like put your stamp of approval on it. Um, yeah. So I, I, I couldn't hard stance that either. I would probably say Jazzmaster. Yeah. It's probably one of the cooler ones. But, um, but I, I mean, people are doing offset styles. I yeah. Think. Um, we had, you know, I liked them so much. I bought one of his guitars, Equits. He's doing the offset um, guitars. He's got his offset that's semi-hollow. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. Well, um, I, I didn't mention it, but I own basically two Meteora shapes. Mm-hmm. And I really like that it's an offset, but it's like, it still has that kind of space age look. I guess it's like a sleeker look than a Jazzmaster or, you know. Yeah, I didn't even uh, mention the name of the... It's Ashford. That's it, yeah. I, I had to look it up. I want to call it Devera, but that's the, that's the, the, that's yeah. the other one. That I don't not that I don't like the Devera. I think yeah. Ashford is... Like, to me, I'm like, damn. It's like very... It's an offset that's not just like... You know, everybody's kind of going for either Jazzmaster or Supro style kind of thing. It's He's not. And that's what he's doing. A hop. Yeah. yeah, I think that's really cool. So I would say that's a, a really cool one. But I think the offset style, you know... Yeah, well, when you say offset, it's like there's so many guitars that fit in that category. Because, mm-hmm. like, think of the ones that aren't offset. There's only, like, a couple. <laughs> yeah, I would... Um, uh, Telecaster, Stratocaster. That, that is a big thing, I, I would say, I've noticed. Or maybe I just it's more of my pinpoint, not even just pinpoint, but it's like your eyes are opening more towards the other things. I mean, a lot of companies are doing offsets. Yeah. Um, Fuck, uh, what's the... Uh, Novos? Damn. Those are ones. Yeah, Damn no, I want to say those are so fucking cool, but I've... I don't have a. I don't like, own one. Enough loan power at the bank to get one. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> like five grand on some of those. Yeah, if I got that, that would be more expensive than my truck. That's not saying much, bro. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> that's a big uh, actually. That's a big jump there. Yeah, actually, my <laughs> yeah my Taylor would be more expensive than my truck, and my Equits would be more expensive than my truck. Most of the shit you have, <laughs> I think you're the newest acquisition. My here. my my fractal your Apollo would probably. Cost. Yeah, or my uh, fat guy in little coat fuzz, ninety dollar fuzz, more than my truck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the you should have traded that into the Bud Light seltzers I just bought would be worth more than my just, truck. <laughs> next pedal you get from Doug, just ship him your truck. Yeah, I just give him the <laughs> key. Like, what the fuck is this? Give him the keys. Like, yeah, when you come out to San Diego, you got a truck. <laughs> you get to drive it back. Just yeah, a little clicky noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, but yeah, so that wasn't like it was just a t- mainly that a ta- was fun. A ta- it was cool. Point, yeah. So I don't think we've ever talked. About I think we both agreed that we like offsets, but yeah. we don't. Uh, but it's a huge category. You can't just. Mm. And then we. Ah oh, man, Novo guitars, very cool. I just, I mean, yeah. Uh, what Rhett Shell? He's got a shit ton of them. I'm like, God damn it, bro! <laughs> but Spread he, the wealth. <laughs> but he also has like three hundred thousand subs, so that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's get on out of here. What do you say? I am ready. All right, just want to say thank you for tuning into the Tone Jerks podcast. If you like what you hear, um, you can follow along on social media. We have a Facebook group, but we also have an Instagram. And so search the you know Tone Jerks on Facebook. You can yeah. join the group uh, at the Tone Jerks on Instagram. Post cool shit on the reg. And if you like what you hear, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, uh, it used to be called what, iTunes or yeah. whatever. If you have your Apple phone, you know, you know how to you get know. There. Okay, you got it. You know exactly. If you like what you hear, or if you don't like what you hear, you can leave us a review. Hopefully, you like us and you leave us five stars. If you don't like it, you still leave five stars. Leave five please. stars, but you leave. <laughs> We'll still read it though. But yeah, we want those five. But like Kyle said, if you write a review, you know, and uh, Apple posts it, we yeah. will read it on the air. We will do that. So, um, we got a new one. Nice. This is from Haihikiohawa. There's no vowels in that. Yeah, it's like they didn't have enough money to. <laughs> they gave it all to the stars. They didn't have enough to buy any vowels. <laughs> a lot of consonants in that one. Um, so Damn. five stars. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Get on the freaking page! Exclamation point. Um, Do so, it. <laughs> five stars. This show rocks, but the Patreon episodes are even funnier. I like that. All right. Uh, they seem like great dudes to crack a cold one with, but the real reason I'm leaving this review is a while back they said they were going to start covering The Way by Fastball in their band. <laughs> that alone that. is worth five stars to <laughs> me. Keep it up, boys. We will. We do need to do that because I like that song a lot. Like I said, I was listening yeah. to it. It's on my likes playlist on Spotify. It's a fun song. So if that got us five stars, then you know, give it up to, for fastball. Thank you, Haya was. Hi, so, yeah, yeah. So um, Z H at the end of that, I think, right? Who's yeah, Z H. Wow. Yeah, but like <laughs> they mentioned before, we have a Patreon. You can get on the fucking page. Get on the fucking page. <laughs> you said freaking, but you got to get on the fucking page. Yeah. You can help support the show on Patreon for as little as $1 a month. But if you double down for 2 bucks a month, you get an extra episode every week. And you get the whole back catalog as well. You get uh, an RSS feed. You can put that in your favorite podcatcher, and you can listen to all the back catalog. There's over 140 Patreon Damn. episodes. So That's not, crazy to think that. It's not like we just <laughs> like, hey, we get the show early, the, re- the free one regular on that feed. to make No, they're completely different episodes. And so a lot of the guests who have been on the show... I've also been on the Patreon, which is cool because it's like, oh, you get to hear an extra just random stuff. So those we, are so we talk about gear on there. Yeah, no, it's Sometimes, it's. Yeah. It, it, I don't think we've talked about it. It's like it's a completely different show. It's a lot more um, clippy, been dialogue, but it's also yeah. Sometimes not we'll just, clippy like the paperclip yeah. dude. Um, <laughs> it's a lot more conversation based, less yeah. like a topicy kind of thing. It's fun. We. Uh, got good feedback. People like it. So uh, check it out on Patreon. There'll be a link in the description. I'm babbling. Kyle. I got a list right here. I want you to shout out the people who are supporting us on Patreon. Yeah. Kyle, you got a list. Give it to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> we need to shelve off low end on <laughs> yeah, that one. Jesus Christ. <laughs> My ears are bleeding. All right. We have Andrew Walsh from Andrew's Alcove on Instagram. 
Adam Rohr from the Let Him Hear podcast, Doug King, Doug Chris from 37 Effects, making custom fuzz pedals right yeah, now. You, uh, hit him up. Hit him up, 90 bucks. Uh, you get a fuzz pedal. Ask him about the custom colors. Cool stuff. Yeah, he might do it. He, you know. Or he tell you to fuck off. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you never know with that guy. No, he's a nice guy. He'll he'll uh, he'll work with you on that. Uh, I believe Abe Newman, <laughs> Michael Newman. Just speaking for yeah, him. Yeah, he'll do everything. Whatever. Yeah, he he'll might change your oil on yeah. the car. <laughs> uh, uh, Nicholas Payson, Nicholas Ogburn, Colin Smith, Jason Fuzzmonger, Joe from Like My Pedals. Will and RJ from the Just Surprise Me podcast. Romyorn, Jamie Davis, Jim Bowers, Johnny Ray, Steve Mike, Steve Rao from 60 Cycle Hum, Kevin E. Quits from Equits Guitars. We talked about him a lot on this yeah, episode. Yeah, so got the cool guitars, like the Ashford, like the <laughs> Raper. <laughs> we talked about a lot of his guitars. Oh, Ben, do you ever like, uh, I think I forgot to put on deodorant today. Dude, recently... Like, I think I've mentioned it before, my pits smelled different. Mine smelled like weed. Oh, because you're using, like, some weird shit. I'm doing CBD on my yeah, elbow. Yeah, well, that's why. I still got the gamer elbow. The <laughs> <laughs> 10 set of tennis. It's just RPG elbow. I think because I've gotten older, my, like, body odor has changed. Because it smells way different. It's like an old man. Well, also, Musty like, old man. I looked at my deodorant, and they changed the, like, the chemical composition. They don't have a, it's, there's no aluminum in it anymore. What? That's the good stuff. <laughs> That's what's going to fuck you up. <laughs> exactly. That's what's going to accumulate in my brain somewhere. Um, but yeah, my. In your brain. <laughs> it's not really funny because it does happen. It does happen. Um, oh, that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't have it anymore. Um, but like, it just, like, when it wears off, it's I, like my pit smell fucking rank. Yeah. So that might be me if like, yeah, the, I use old spice when it starts yeah, to go. fine now. I think it, if Update. it goes and then I just mix them with the CBD. <laughs> Maybe that's your problem. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I've been at work and people are like, oh, that smells great. I'm like, oh, that's a uh, CBD. <laughs> yeah. You, Look you here, doggies. Weed on, you should get some, the, the real THC stuff. Or people are just like, that smells great. You smell like a fucking stoner. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like. This is cool, man. You smell like a dispensary, dude. You smell like a fucking degenerate. <laughs> Not that people that smoke weed are degenerates. Oh, geez. Let's get out of here. Oh, geez. All right, all right. <laughs> Co Schneider from the Flippin' Flippers podcast. Brett Alexander. Alvaro Viramontes. Brian from Nutter Guitars. Leon from Pelican Noiseworks. <laughs> Mel Chipson of Chipson Guitars. <laughs> we should throw them some ideas. Chipson. They have the greatest ideas on their Instagram. Yeah, so I think that Mel Chipson, he's 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 uh, a hard guy to reach. I think he's a, he's, a, he's a different guy <laughs> than <laughs> he's not associated with Chipson guitars on Instagram. <laughs> That's true. Just the name. All right, Sean. He's, an, uh, he's a Braveheart. What about uh, <laughs> Apocalypto? And then uh, uh, Lethal Weapon. No, I'm trying to think of what uh, Road like, Warrior, Mad Lethal. Max. I'm just yeah. naming all. Those. I'm trying to think of like puns. Oh, chip, like sorry, chips I'm ruining it for you. Yeah. Anyway, damn it. Okay. Uh, Sean Fahey, Sean Arbo from Gun Street Wiring You're thinking Shop. Thinking of like, how can I win the trivia to name all the Mel Gibson movies? <laughs> no, Kyle. I was trying to whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? I win. I can ruin your bits too. You know. 
just step on it. Sean Wright. Like it's a bug. Sean Wright from Lollygagger Effects. He's like, he's like, finish the fucking names. <laughs> <laughs> and once he hears his name, Sean just like, boom. <laughs> <laughs> he just does the I dream of genie thing. Boom. Yeah. We would. We would. Yeah, we need to get him back All on right. the show. Juan Ortiz from Tone Hungry Effects. Mike Oxbig. <laughs> say loud, say yeah. proud. Zach Hale. Eric Merrow from YouTube. Scott Hamilton from the Effects Loop Podcast. Tim Nowick from Bardic Audio Devices. Jonathan Jeruzik from 12th Hour Devices. And uh, Hugh G. Rection. <laughs> I, I gotta rewrite these so we put those two guys together. That guy gets around and he also uh, supports the Fret Talk podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and suspiciously. He, I mean, Hugh G. Rection is getting around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see you next He's week. laying pie. Bye bye. <laughs>